Hey guys, this is your host, Brother X, and before we get started with today's episode, I want to give you guys a quick uh, warning before the episode gets started. If you don't necessarily have a dark sense of humor, or even or feel like the things could be a little bit TMI, or you don't want to know too much about, <laughs> about me, um, you might want to be careful this episode. I still want you to listen because we do have a good conversation, but just want to give you fair warning. And with that being said, guys, let's get started with the episode. Hey listeners, it's your favorite Fed's favorite Fed, Mr. Smith, and just wanted to come to you guys prior to this episode and just give you just a little update on how things have been going on. Um, you know, we haven't had episodes in maybe uh, a couple of weeks. You know, we've been traveling and trying to take care of some some adult stuff. You know, life be lifing, as you all know. Uh, but we are looking forward to coming back and giving you guys the content that you love so much. Uh, we, greatly, we greatly appreciate the support that you guys have given us uh, while we've been away, especially running the numbers up on our last couple of episodes with uh, the one uh, Father Time that we released, uh, in, as well as the one of my personal favorites, the bonus episode of uh, Brother X's Bachelor Party. Uh, highly recommend it to y'all. You guys continue to keep running the numbers up and listen to it. Uh, didn't want to keep you guys hanging with not much content, so we wanted to, you know, take a trip down memory lane and uh, go back to this episode of season one of uh, Quit Hoeing Around. We look forward to bringing the content back hopefully next week. And uh, with that being said, guys, enjoy the show. We'll see you guys soon. All right, guys, and welcome back to another episode of the Truth and Transparency Podcast with your host, Brother X, and... Hmm. You ain't got none? No. The, the, mm. You don't forgot your name? No, I'm trying to figure out how I want to say it today. Mm-hmm. Okay, we'll wait. It's not yeah. like we're recording anything. We're definitely getting copyrighted this time. Don't! The cultured scientist. Listeners, I still don't know where she gets the money for all these songs. My brain. I don't appreciate this. Like, we are a struggling black business. Although we have over 12,000 plays on all podcasting platforms. <laughs> but um, we are still a struggling podcast that needs all the money, so we can't have intro songs myself even if it's not like i didn't mean to copy them it's just mm-hmm. kind of mm-hmm. so that's why i had to make a remix mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. the remix don't worry kanye west gonna try to to, to steal the insanity you mean yay yes you're gonna try to you mean it. yay i mean kanye you're not welcome on the podcast his name you're is not, not kanye his name is yay if diddy can do it why can't he that's what the radio because diddy that. didn't put a sock on his head and call himself look jesus look uh-huh it's about the second time he changed his name. It's what Diddy did. I'm just saying, when he gets out of the Mercedes-Benz Stadium in Atlanta, then he can say something. Mm, okay, whatever. I feel for you, Kanye. Yay, yay. Jesus. All right, listeners, we're back to the <laughs> Truth and Transparency podcast, um, where we talk truth and honestly about everything in between. I'm sorry for the long-ass intro, but um, we had to have a quick discussion real quick. But, you know, we never say on task. We never say on point, because we're not professionals. Answer. That was a great intro. It was. Anyway, it was a great discussion. Now introducing Our to guests? the table. Oh, we got returning guests. 
Yeah, we got guests. We're gonna move Who's on to our first time. We're just gonna move on to our first time. We're not gonna introduce our guests this time. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I was gonna be helpful this time. I appreciate it. It's all part of the joke. Whatever, Ruth. You gotta play the straight man to the funny guy. Okay, introduce our guests. They'll be fine. They're already sitting here. They done been here before. They got a house key. One, two, three, probably two and a half. All right, but we're working on it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> All right, let me get refocused. So, listeners, we do have some guests here tonight. Um, we got some returning guests, of course. Um, let me start off first with the Redlock Monster, Ooh. the Dickler Supreme, <laughs> Captain <laughs> Richard. <laughs> if you get the reference, you get the reference. Uh, Kelsey, introduce yourself. You on it today. I appreciate it. I love absolutely all of those. Um, they're all factual. Um, it's your favorite homo's favorite homo. It's Kelsey in the building. Ms. Hi, Dern. Play me his music. Oh. <laughs> One thing about me is I'm a hoe. Yeah, but I say you just got to put that out there, man. Don't worry, we're going to come back to that. If you're looking at the top of this episode, you know what it is. All right, next we have, um, hmm, the Cheetah Prince Bandit, the Swap Mean Soray, my sower from another mother, the five and 3.5 and a half. Yes, I still remember that rain that you gave me on Facebook. We all are on the podcast. I'm going to talk about it right now. Queen C, introduce yourself. Cheetah Print Bandit? Really? You be wearing Cheetah Print. Dude, but damn. If he's saying rawr. <laughs> I don't know. I, I don't know what's wrong with you. I don't know what's wrong with you either. Anyway, it's your favorite mini thickums back in the building. Queen C, 61 and a half inches of fluff and fun. And fluffy girl fall is coming soon. Y'all get ready. Trying to be on the island. Uh, man, I'm trying not to be on the step stool. But I'm, in, I'm, I'm just trying to be in somebody's bed. Wow. Wow. I'm just I mean, saying. Single man listening. I mean, I mean, single man listening. I mean, you might not be able to see her. You might have to stoop down a little bit to see her. But you know what they say about fun size. You know, if she turned to the side profile, you're going to see part of her first. We're not going to say which part. I grew out, not up. I'm about to say, I say this in the kindest way possible. You're built like, never mind, I won't say that. That's rude. <laughs> Moving I'm along. built like the letter S if I turn to the side. That's real. You know what? You might be right. What happened? Hold on. Sorry, listeners. Just having a little di technical difficulty. Um, but yes, we are actually going to go ahead and continue on. Um, hmm. The man of many names. He is the avenger of certain things. He swings from tree to tree, from sea to sighting sea. His cousin is Curious George. He, he travels like five folds, goes west. He is a connoisseur of the smothered waffle and eggs and hash browns. He brings his sister grits and bacon. His name brings all the trees to the yard. The Waffle House Wizard, the Baltimore Bandit, the Percolator Poppy, the Durag Connoisseur himself. Mr. Smith, introduce yourself. 
Yes, culture scientists, I will always bring you grits and bacon when you ask for it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Anywho, it's your favorite feds, favorite fed, Mr. Smith, also known as. And just a quick shout out to uh, all of our listeners for hitting the 12,000, I mean, 1,200 listens. Please keep supporting and subscribing. Uh, also, just a quick, it's not in the docket, but just have to get this off my chest. As, as Brother X said, two things can be right at the same time. Yes, we are all for Shakira Richardson, but we can say she got dusted in that damn race. That is all I'm going to say. She, uh, We're going to root for her for everything that she do. And this is her first way back from me suspended. But them Jamaicans dog walk there. You just got to let it be what it be. You got to talk about it. Two things can be true at the same time. Yeah. You can be a hoe, but you can be classy at the same time. I mean, ain't that right, Kelsey? You better speak on it. That's like that time when I puked and I was like, because I'm a classy bitch. Well, we're not talking about that right now, it's though. It's the same thing. You can be, I'm just responding. You're right, you're right, you're right, you're right. But we're, um, before we get started, um, let, let, let me, um, um, listeners, specifically my, some black people and uh, my Caucasoid people, you know who you are. Um, why in the year of Black Baby Jesus on Beyonce's internet in 2021, are people still trying to do the Candyman challenge? Like, help me understand. I know this has been debunked, but someone had the audacity, the unmitigated gall to post a meme or an image on Beyonce's social media and say that if you say Candyman five times into your microphone on the movie's website, you'll see a secret last trailer before the movie comes out. Yeah, no, I'm good. Like, there's a few things black people don't fuck with. Mayonnaise, the police, and Candyman. I like mayonnaise. I don't know about that. You, we, Everybody has faults. I like tuna. That's different. That's fish. I'm not going to lie. That was genius marketing. However, it ain't no way in hell I'm trying that shit. Agreed. Facts. Just, just... First off, I'm not saying that. So I'm not I'm about saying. saying, if it come on HBO Max, I will watch it in the middle of the day. With all the mirrors covered. I remember that shit from when I was really, really little. People trying that. And people really in the bathrooms doing all that. Ooh, and the other one. I'm about to say, Candyman, I'm about to say, Bloody Mary ain't have shit on Candyman. Yeah. Candyman had every dude in the hood shook. They had people quaking more than people on the milk crates. Uh, Mrs. Smith, go ahead. If this was a versus, Candyman would wax Bloody Mary, literally in the second round. I'm talking literally knock her ass out the ring. Matter of fact, she's going to end up like Martin in that episode where he got knocked out the ring and was on the wall with his head turned to the side because motherfucking knocked him out. That is what Candyman is. I'm not saying it. I'm not going to be in no mirror. I ain't going to be on shit. Nope. No, I might not even go to the convenience store to get any candy that day. Can't be too careful. Uh, Kelsey, I saw your hand up. Yes, I, I still, despite this, I, I can't wait to see the movie just because I have to support my husband, Yaya. Um, a man's yes, name is Yaya, I, and I have the utmost respect for him. him oh, and yes, Davis. I have to support my man, uh huh, just like he supports me. So, yes, respect, absolutely, respect, respect. Uh, Queen C, do you have any thoughts before we get into our first topic? All I got to say is shout out to the person on my Facebook that said they actually did that mess. God bless yeah. you for your sacrifice. You know a bunch of people doing it. It's like, oh, I'm going to be rude. I ain't afraid of candy, man. All right. 
There's certain things black people don't fuck with. That's one of the top three. You see that meat hook in the middle of the night, don't say nothing. And we're not talking about the other meat hook. He brought it up. I don't know what you're talking about. We're going to move on to the first topic where it is, I just think it's funny. And I just think it's funny is always a segment where we talk about things that we find funny in the most ironic or unironic way possible or funny or unfunny way possible. This week, we're going to start off with something. Um, so, all right, there's no segue to this. We're going to talk about OnlyFans and how they almost had to rise and fall in a span of maybe like two, three weeks. So, um, yes, uh, culture scientists. Can I read it? Yes, go ahead. OnlyFans shares its new policy banning sexuality, sexual, I'm sorry, because that's what I heard. Ooh, words are really hard for you today. They are hard for me today. Sexually explicit content. So first off, can I please comment? Yeah, yeah, What the hell? That's it. Okay. We need to make that a soundbite too. <laughs> um, but yeah, so so yes, another one. No, is that my? I think that's my first soundbite. Don't worry, no, there's other ones. I have a list, but we're not going to talk about that right now. Oh <laughs> I'm just going to combine all your intros in one video. I'm just okay. When I heard whatever, when I heard OnlyFans in the very beginning, mm-hmm. I thought of nudity. That's what I thought it was for. That I'm about to say, a lot of people thought that, and that's how it blew up. And you got famous. Get over it. But yes, but the thing is, um, you know when you realize you done fucked up and you realize you done fucked with the bag, you done fumbled the bag a little bit or about to fumble the bag? Yeah, um, this came out, I think, either today or the or a couple of days ago. Uh, Coach Sciences, can you read that next one? Only fans reverses decision and won't make and won't ban porn after all. Doy. So nice. listeners, for those who aren't familiar. OnlyFans, in its definition, is supposed to be a site where people can pay for and view exclusive content from content creators. That's a very general definition, very broad. You should have made that policy earlier. But it grew to fame over the past, we'll probably say it's <laughs> five to ten years, due to um, IG models. Um, Showing more and more. Adult entertainers. And more and more body parts. I'm sure somebody was watching Real Sex 69 and they were going like, yeah, let's go ahead and get this on OnlyFans. Um, or um, porn stars. We just don't call them what they are. I respect them. I want to say adult entertainers. Is, is that fair to say? Okay, cool. Yes, use the correct term. Adult entertainers. So they took to this platform where places like Twitter, although it's still on there, but we're not talking about that. Um, Instagram, we're not going to talk about that either. Snapchat, we might talk about that, but that might go Snapchat away in 24 hours. Snapchat like an early version of that. You're not wrong. You're not wrong. You know how many unwanted naked pics I got off of Snapchat? I'd rather <laughs> not know. I don't like where this story is going. I'm just saying. I, I like told you I was going to talk to my therapist about the other episode. I said I didn't like it. I don't appreciate it either. You say worse stuff. We're on the same page. I'm in agreement with you. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. But, um, yeah, so basically... I want them, I guess, have their thoughts first before I, I speak my piece. But that was a good little. I feel like I gave a good segue to the conversation. Um, Kelsey. 
OnlyFans is out here making billions off of sex work, and for some reason, somebody at the OnlyFans headquarters thought they would be able to survive with the $12.50 they make off of everything else they do. Like, really? Who in the accounting department of OnlyFans, like, flunked out of finance college to make that decision? Like, what in the actual hell? Like... And also, I love porn, so I support my sex. <laughs> I do, I do. <laughs> so I support my uh, I support my sex workers because sex work is real work. And if you think it's not, try to do it your damn self. Most people can't. <laughs> and that's why Mary had a little lamb. I'm about to say they peddling feet pics for for ninety nine cent on the corner. Right, right, and don't nobody want to see your crusty feet. I ain't gonna lie, some people want to see your feet pics, but but yeah, I, I, I like supporting my sex workers. So when I find someone I'm interested in, yeah, I'll subscribe to the OnlyFans for a month, just you know, just a I'm month, I'm I'm more than that because you it's, know, it's a, it's a 30 month trial. Say, you can, can get your money's worth and leave, it can get pricey because I like variety, but um. But yeah, I <laughs> no, you be spending. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. So I thought this was just the, the dumbest decision on OnlyFans' part, and uh, also, I mean, they saw what happened to you know the artist formerly known as Tumblr. So <laughs> hold on, hold on, hold on. Moment of silence for Tumblr. Mm. We ain't shit because we all put our heads down. <laughs> Continue. But yeah, so uh, yeah, I'm glad they uh, realized the error of their ways, and um, I also hope that, as a uh, consequence of this, that these uh, sex workers do find like another platform as well, because since OnlyFans can change their position at like the drop of a hat, who knows right. when they're going to change again? Um, Quincy. Look, free the titty. That's that's all I gotta say. Just free the titty. I feel like I want to put that on the shirt, but I don't think we can. If that's how you made your money, okay. Granted, this is not what OnlyFans was created for. It was created for exclusive content, exclusive creations. But you never once, in your terms and conditions, did you say you cannot exclusively show your dick. So. You're showing it in creative ways. Exactly. Like I mean, you got those surprise behind it. It'll be artistic. It's content creation. They're getting paid for their work. Like, I, I don't even know what they thought. I think somebody went back, like Kelsey said, and ran the numbers. It was like, we're not going to survive as a business if we do this. Right. Plus, they were getting a lot of backlash, so. This, and, it, and all this is going to do is put a dent in their business and they're going to be like, damn, why we do this? Like, whole business is the best business. For real though, it's the oldest business in the world. Really I mean, OnlyFans trying to ban porn was like when Tom left MySpace. Ooh. Yeah, it's never the same. It don't, it don't, it don't hit the same. It um, don't. Mr. Smith, you know what that, you, you have a sound by for us? Message. I bet you just gotta let them know, man. Cause um, Mr. Smith, did you want to go before I share my piece? Yeah, I'll make mine quick. Um, so for me, I any so all right, when you look at a brand, I think of it back to um 
what's that movie called? American Gangster with Denzel Washington, where he portrayed Frank Lucas, right? And in this, amazing. <laughs> and in this, you know, he said Blue Magic. It's a brand name. When you reference Blue Magic, you know what it is. It's the same thing with OnlyFans. People don't look at OnlyFans and say, you know, I like Chef uh, Goya's or Chef or Chef Thomas's cooking channel, or I like uh, Mikey's rock climbing content. No, when you think of OnlyFans, you think of porn. That's just what it is. And you know, you know, there's certain things that pop up. One, OnlyFans should be happy, which kind of is a sad thing. Should be happy that the pandemic started and everyone was luck stuck at home. And should also be happy about them stimulus checks that came because that's how people pay for the services in the beginning. So a lot of them content creators got a lot of money within those first three months because motherfuckers was busting them stimmy checks down on their content. Oh. Now, I didn't agree. I agree with the answer earlier where they said, you know, we don't want it to be Tumblr because Tumblr used to be that shit. Like people used to be like, oh, I need to find Tumblr. Oh yeah, I'm. Mean, I need to use porn. Fuck Pornhub. Fuck X videos. Fuck X and XX. You, you, I'm going like you are speaking from experience. I'm a grown ass man. Yes, I don't give a damn. <laughs> My I, dad, I, I'm check, sorry. I check, I check, I check. Uh, um, Queen C, don't tell me you are too an apostle of, of the Pornhub, the X video, the uh, Tumblr, the uh, all the things. X hamster. I, yeah, all that. <sighs> Red tube. Why are you Ooh. sighing like that, baby? Because I know that <laughs> we ain't never going to get monetized for this episode. Brazzers. <laughs> We ain't never gonna get my fans. You might see us on OnlyFans soon. <laughs> oh, trust me, I've thought about it. Oh, <laughs> oh, for real. If for I real. can figure out how to do OnlyFans, and y'all not know it's me. If I could like actually commit to the gym and have a body that didn't look like melted ice cream, then I would really, <laughs> I would really be out here fucking the girls up for real, for real. Yep. Definitely not getting monetized for this episode. <laughs> nope. I, right. I don't care how many disclaimers I put on this thing. Yep. Just no. Nope. <laughs> All right. I'm going to finish off. Oh, the melted ice cream took me out. Um, so OnlyFans did a smart idea by reversing the decision because they knew that they were going to lose a shit ton of money in their um, portfolio if they would have got rid of porn. But to the content creators, rem- I want this to be a strong lesson for y'all. Anything that is fast money like that does not last forever. So make sure that you, number one, invest your money into something that's liquid that can build money on. Number two, don't be just dropping money. I mean, yes, buy your house, buy your car, whatever the hell you want. Buy your sure body. That, you make that too. But make sure that you have your money work for you and you not work for the money. Because if you're, build, if you're bringing in hundreds of thousands of dollars a month, yes, make sure that you have a tax person and take care of that because Uncle Sam going to want his cut. It ain't going to be all just crisp. And then you also want to make sure that you have an exit strategy just in case. Trust me, strippers have an exit strategy. Porn stars have an exit strategy. You need to have an exit strategy because things do not last forever. That's real. And um, people who are saying, nah, OnlyFans shouldn't um, reverse the decision. Um, let me make this very clear. Someone put out a tweet. I forget where it came from. It was like someone who had OnlyFans was like, all right, they're going to get rid of sex and porn on OnlyFans. That don't really matter. I'm just going to go back to fucking your husband. And I'm going to leave you on that note. I mean... But uh, Mrs. Smith, we're going to move on to our next story. Um, You know what? I'm not even going to give a segue. Mrs. Smith, get ready. Go ahead and play my music. Play my music. We're going to What the Fuck Studios. 
Reporting live from What the Fuck Studios, it's your host, Brother X. Oh, my bad. I was looking at OnlyFans. Um, Mrs. Smith. <laughs> I'm kidding, listeners. I'm kidding. I promise. Maybe. You'll never know. Because this video will never come out. All right. So, um, Coach of Scientists, since you're here with me in What the Fuck Studios, can you please read the, the headline? <clears throat> A man accused of stealing March cars. Mark car. Oh, okay. 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 Let me restart. Okay, go ahead. It's not man, about to lie or anything. Man accused of stealing marked car from Alabama fire station. God told me to. Um, I, I can't do this video any justice um, or explain it. Um, Ms. Smith, go ahead and play the video. Mrs. Smith, you know what that makes me think of? Bruh. Continue. I took it because God told me to. Pause. Mrs. Smith? Bruh. Play it again. God helped me do everything. I steal everything, man. I stole you. I steal your heart, baby. Come on, Jeff. Let's get in, buddy. Pause. Mrs. Smith? Bruh. Um, listen to this. This man is unstoppable. This man is going for the three-peat. My man is on fire. Mr. Smith, do you have the other clip? Play it, please. He's on fire. That's how my man has shot every shot possible in the span of not even, I'm sorry, 25 seconds. Like, he is undefeated. I'm afraid to listen to the rest of the video. But um, we shall continue in What the Fuck Studios. Continue. Pause. I don't know if you heard that, listeners, but um, he said, God help me get, get away from the police. Pause. Well, not this time. But you, you, you think. I'm so sorry, listeners. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Continue. All right. Uh, Mr. Smith, play the rest of the video. Why'd y'all sell the car, man? Did you take it? Hey, no, I did it, man. He ain't do shit. You have anything I did everything. Step in the car. Step in the car. I did everything. Hey, look, when I get out, I'm going to steal the police car. Uh, Mr. Smith, I'm sorry. I don't know if we got any more in the chamber, Um, but can you play that soundbite again? Bruh. Thank you. <laughs> like, His name was Jeff. From Alabama. Can, can, you, can you play that? Can you do the... Just, just, just run it back. Jeff. Run it back to the beginning. My name is Jeff. <laughs> All right. Um, huh, just, man, there's just so much. Um, this is, but can you just play in the background? We're just going to go play by play real quick. Y'all got my reaction, so. Just, listeners, he looks exactly how he might look. He looked like he'd do some dumb stuff. Like a broke down flavor play. He looked like the long distant cousin. And that's the end. That's bad. My man got one lock hanging off his head, looking like Little Wayne's locks. This is not as bad as um Coolio. Coolio got them dookie dreads. He got two. He got two? And he has a hat. 
out here looking like uh, looking like yeah, Piccolo yeah, from yeah, Dragon Ball Z. Makes it. Okay, um, uh, Queen C, go ahead. He looked like his cousin is the girl from the video that said, I'm legally blind and I cannot see. Bruh. Um, what, listen, is what you didn't hear was there was another gentleman who got arrested with uh, Jeff. And you just look on his face like, you know how we talk sometimes about, like, we're talking about low flus or whatever. And you're like that friend that come along for a ride and is like immediately regretted it. So that's I, what your friends look like. And then as he's saying, I'm going to steal a police car. You looking at your friend like, shut the fuck up. Like, dog, we are literally in a police car. You talking about stealing a police car. What are we doing? Uh, yes, Kelsey. It's the unmitigated niggardry for me. <laughs> Like I just <laughs> can I get a lay a, a, a country of origin for this word? Is that coming um, from Wakanda? Uh it it came from wherever the fuck he's from because it's just. <laughs> so I think he's from Mississippi. So Mississippi gets your people. I just can't even like every every single part of this. I just can't even. I don't even. I don't even know how to process this. It's, it's, it's a lot. Mr. Smith. It's a niggardry overload. Yes, this is just a lot. Huh. Hold on, but Mr. Smith, before we go any further, we have to highlight the fact we're not going to drive by this man smooth while he's getting walked out in handcuffs, hit on the reporter. Like, Mr. Smith, I'll play the audio for that real quick. Baby, hey, I ain't turning on my makeup. I'm still going to run. Now I'm running from the mayor, I promise you. Why did you take the vehicle? Man, if I had a woman like you, I wouldn't even take it. Come on. Pause. My man, what? Just like you heard his whole tone change. Like you have to have some type of cojones. The nervousity. Yes, the nervousity to call back to an old episode. He's smooth was shooting his shot while he's getting taken away. And the police officer's like, dog, the fact that he knows you by name like that and called you, come on, Jeff. It's like, nigga, we know you don't do this all the time. Nigga, this is a Thursday for us. Um, yes, post scientist. I would like to know what exactly did God tell you to do? Like, I want a play-by-play from him. Mm -hmm. The conversation that he had with God. Mm -hmm. Just, you know. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I think I, I, think I can go. We're still on what the fuck to do. So I think I can go into my mind. Um, can, you play God? can you play God for me? We're going we we to we go there real quick. All right, Jeff! Uh, yes, Lord? Jeff! Yeah, this Jeff, baby, from, from Mississippi. Okay. Yeah, you got the right, Jeff. Yes, yes, yes. Okay. Uh -huh, uh -huh. So what I want you to go do. Uh-huh. I'm listening, Lord. I'm listening. I'm listening. There's a lady over there uh -huh, uh -huh. who's in labor. Uh-huh. Uh -huh. And she needs help. Uh-huh. So I, I know she be out there have a baby. I yeah. want you to go to the fire station. Uh-huh. 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 And go get help. Yes. I I I I do it, Lord. I still do it. If you see a car, uh-huh. Try to tell somebody with a car. Do I leave a note for him? Don't take the car. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Find somebody with a car. If so you, you get to the fire station uh -huh, uh -huh. with the car. Right, right, right. You could. They should be so helpful. you want me to take the car, Lord? No. You sure you don't want to take the car? I want you to get help. Lord, 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 my, my prepaid minutes on my phone to die. I can't I can't hear you. You said take the Jeff, car. Jeff, Jeff, don't steal the car, uh, Jeff. I, I, I'm going to steal the car, Lord. I'll be coming back. All right, I'm going to get minutes after Why 9 p.m. Why are you stealing the car, Jeff? Click. Jeff, no, Jeff, no. No. I did not tell you to do that, Jeff. See, Lord, the Lord told me to go ahead and do this. What is wrong with us? <laughs> that was some Angela Bassett, Denzel Washington right there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, wait, 
Hold on, hold on. Oh, Jeff, Jeff, Jeff. Why you just don't listen to me? Why, why are you telling these people I told you to do that? I didn't tell you to do that, Jeff. Hold on, Lord, 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 is that you again? Are you telling me to sit a police car next? Jeff, no, keep your mouth shut, Jeff. Jeff. My friend, my friend in the car with me. He sold the you car with what, me. Jeff? Yes, Jeff. Still the police car. All right, I'll be back in the news in two weeks. You know why I want you to steal the police car, Jeff? Yes, so Lord. You can, you can find somewhere to stay put. Uh-huh. Okay, Lord. Uh, and that woman don't want you, Jeff. But I'm Jeff, I'm Jeff from Mississippi, baby. Whatever, Jeff. Queasy. <laughs> Look, y'all heard of Robin Hood, but this is Hood Robin. I'm telling you, like, my boy was on, on his marathon run like it was the Olympics, and he admitted it. I stole everything. Mr. Smith. <laughs> Hood Robin, though? Run. Okay, um, I don't really have a lot to say to this. Number one, the, the Flavor Flav comment took me out because I can't unsee it now. Uh, but like you just said, the unmitigated gall and niggadacity for you to be in handcuffs being escorted out of the station and the, and the, the reporter says, why'd you do it? And your answer is, baby, if I had a girl like you, I wouldn't even have done it. How, how? Just... I have so many questions. I don't, I, I'm so confused. I, you know, at the end of the day, the Lord knows my heart and apparently knows his because this man was on one. And his friend, his 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 friend, the 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 skinny one that uh was walking with that hat, I'm pretty sure as he was as they were getting escorted out, this man was in his head when he talked about the police car. Oh hell no. Like Jeff, shut the hell up, bro. He's like, man, you try. Matter of fact, you remember the end of Home Alone where um where Marv said, I mean, where uh yeah, where Marv said, where the sticky banners and Harry kept saying, shut up, Marv. That's this moment right here in nigga Talk time. about it. <laughs> That's all I gotta say on that. This this was complete. Oh, oh. Wait, go ahead, go ahead, Cosantis. This was you on Monday, Marcus. I mean, Mr. Smith. I'm sorry. Yeah, this was me on. Thank. This was you. Oh, <laughs> sorry. sorry. I know, but I had to say. I'm about to say, listeners, that 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 that, that is a, that is a guest only. That, that is a talk conversation after the podcast, maybe. Yeah, right. yeah. We not gonna bring that up. Let's uh, just stay. Oh, let's oh, just stay oh, in the oh, studio. Hold on, oh, oh, no, Mr. Smith. Um, I'm 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 getting a live report from what the fuck studios. Um, I hear that there is a running pandemic of women instigating fights at sporting events. Um, can you go to the video, please? This moment they knew they fucked up. Can you see the clip? Oh shit! Oh shit! Oh 
hear it like a lot of ruffling of clothes and everything so let's let, 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 let me let me do my live recording for what the fuck studios we're gonna do play by play you ain't got music for it we ain't got enough money you only got one audio sound clip we can use it once per episode so we're gonna go from the beginning um this very belligerent probably drunk maybe crossfaded uh los angeles rams fan is um he is having a verbal altercation with another man who is i'm guessing uh sandy no i'm sorry Ooh, that's over los angeles Chargers fan they're arguing back and forth. They're gyrating. I believe uh, the Rams fan is throwing up gang signs or he is emulating uh, certain things that you would see on OnlyFans, but we're not going to talk about that. Um, he just looks very agitated, but his friend is like holding back, making sure he's good. Nothing's happening, chilling. And all of a sudden, as he's getting ready to turn and leave, uh, yes, literally you see a, I think it was either a beer can or a beer bottle being thrown in his direction. He literally proceeds to spin back and hit Oh boy, with the spirit of whoever his ancestors are, because I can't identify his, his racial identity. And he does a spinning back fist, hits one dude, and proceeds to do the biggest handicap what? match in WWE history. Wait a minute, why is this one attacking the one in the chair was kicking him? I'm sorry. Like there's so many stuff going on, people throwing beer. Now, listen, it's the part that you heard me and the culture scientists say, oh, really loudly was uh, a black man. And the yellow t-shirt, I don't know why that's important for the story, but he's chilling. He may be talking to somebody. Someone comes out talking that good ish. And it was like, oh, yeah, doing the black shirt. I was like, oh, I'm going to get my licks in. And the black dude was like, nah, not today. <laughs> not today. And bow, you going to jail now. Gave him the smooth crossfade of him. Him with the uptown fade. And here's the part that I said that it is women in this case, because this second uh, viewing... Let's you know very clearly, uh, this woman, um, I don't even know if I want to call her a Karen because she don't look like a Karen. She looked like a- She's a version of a Karen, but not a Karen. She looks like the lipstick bandit. Oh, is she the one that did it? She throws the beer and the cup into the field to hit this man. She chose violence. Mind you, she tries to leave in another video because mind you, we have multiple uh, views of this. We'll put this in the show notes, but she throws the beer. Mind you, that beer probably costs about seven dollars and 89 cents i'm sorry ten dollars ten dollars that beer costs about ten dollars and you know with tax that's probably like 32 dollars can he can he charge her with um um assault assault i would think so because There's video evidence because what y'all did not see is once he goes full-on body into the thing everybody in the area is ending up punching him for some strange reason no because some people wasn't even in the fight like my man looked like he was getting initiated into a gang Yes, uh, Queen C. This is literally like the non black version of throwing a chair. You right, she looked around too. Like, you know what? You know what? I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna instigate. <laughs> Mrs. Smith, so uh, you know, and, and I know we have another one that we're gonna get to, so I'll make it quick. The thing that throws me off about this fight, right? All right, homeboy is drunk and thinks that he can take on four people, which that's a fail. But there's a specific part in the video where the dude in the back right here is hitting this man in the ass. Yes! Why? 
<laughs> Why are you hitting him in the ass? I understand he getting jumped and people hitting him in his face and his shoulders or whatever. But what was the purpose of you hitting him with a five-piece combo literally in his ass? I, I didn't understand that. The black man throwing the haymakers, when he hit that dude's hat off, oh, you know that dude felt that. That dude felt all of that pain. But, ma'am, you literally are the reason that this fight started. They could have went back and forth and jawed back, you know, did all that barking, whatever, nothing would have happened. You were the one reason that this kicked off. And the fact that you threw the drink and as soon as they started swinging, just walked away like you just threw a grenade, like, yeah, this is not my fight. I'm just going to go. Um, I'm just going to go ahead and keep going this way. So, yeah, I just, it was. Miss Smith, Miss Smith, we have a report live from Pittsburgh. Can you go there, please? Oh, Miss mm-hmm. Smith, play the other audio. happening in this one um at we we had what the fuck studios on um, this is a two for this is amazing this is a great news day i was on over on OnlyFans. i mean i was looking at the news um um, um culture scientists um can, can, can you give your thoughts karen listen mm-hmm. or women yes because i don't condone violence on women at all that's very true um however uh-huh speak your piece if you hit a man mm-hmm. do not expect to not be hit back I'm just going to say that. I'm not saying it's right. I'm not saying it's okay. But if you hit a man first, he might hit his automatic response mm-hmm. is to respond. And usually it's in a violent way. Okay. Okay, Karen. All right. Um, Mr. Smith, there's something very interesting. I, I think I recognize the dude from somewhere. I don't know where. He does look familiar. But you know, like he reminds me, I thought I saw it somewhere, but um, can you play, um, can you play, can you play some, I think you know where I'm going with this. Can you, oh, you, do you know what the audio is? Can you go ahead and play that? Um, our sources let us know that through the internet streets that um, apparently this young man was the producer of the, I don't know if it was Grammy, but it was an award-winning song, Duffel Bag Boy by the Duffel Bag Boys and Lil Wayne. That has nothing to do with the story, but I just wanted to share that with everybody. So let's get back he to- He do look the- like 2 chains. He do. He responded so nicely. I was like, going to say Offset. Like, yes. Like, let, let, let's let's break this down. Mrs. Smith, we need to tag team this because I know me and you've had a conversation about this. So this mm-hmm. starts off, we, me and you have been in relationships where we said it was like, yo, we watched this happen where- a dude has literally had to jump in because a young lady decides to say some verbal things to another man and being a, a dutiful boyfriend, you want to defend the honor. But there's a point where she literally starts off the video telling the boyfriend to shut up. You should know at that moment, this is not going to end well for you. Am I right, Mrs. Smith? 
You're absolutely right. Now, the thing that kills me is the fact that one, the white, the white lady, because listeners, it is a Karen. You know, you'll see it in the show notes. The Karen is emasculating the, I don't know if it's a boyfriend, sugar daddy, husband, husband I don't care. Who knows? Yeah. Subscriber, who knows? <laughs> Only fan subscriber. Um, you know, I don't know if whoever he is, but she emasculates him. And the black dude, all he says is she told you shut up like a thousand times. So then she gets into his face and he's like, the, all he said was, pushed her gently, said, don't touch me, right? The Karen decides to slap him in his face. Now, listeners, if you go back to a previous episode where it was either the Black experience or uh, when we did our Black history, we said multiple times, Black people have that five seconds to figure out what we're going to do in that situation. In this moment, his first reaction is to cock back and steal off on this girl. But literally mid-throw, he brings it back and says, ah, is this whole worth it? Is, is, she, is she worth jail? I don't, oh, I don't know. I'm about to say, because in his mind, if I were in his position, like, he literally, do you understand the amount of math and logistics that he did? He looked at the amount of money it would have cost. He wouldn't realize, I'm going to get at least 20 years to life for hitting this white woman one time. You know what? It ain't worth it. I'm going to pull, pull the, 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 the blinky that is my hand back. Look, the pause that he did, and then let me, I'll go on the next play. Okay. Then ahead. the boyfriend decides to pop up because, you know, he's trying to defend his emasculating woman for some strange reason. But of course, you know, good thing, whatever. And homeboy in that second where you paused it, where he caught on, where he caught himself from punching her, his arms said, oh, wait, no, hold on, wait a minute. And he, he adjusted his glasses. Right, right, right. Listen, all he's saying. He listeners, listen, like, I don't know if you've watched RDC World <laughs> where they give a play-by-play of things that you should know when you're about to get jumped. You ought to understand. When a man, mid-confrontation, has his glasses that are off-kilter, just a little bit, but takes the time to readjust his glasses, like, he is fixing his scouter and reading your power level to determine, oh, this nigga is a bitch. I'm about to fuck his shit up. Those five seconds that he took the process between don't hit this bitch, oh shit, let me defend myself right now, was an ama- was amazing to watch. Mind you, so they try to tag him. It's a it's another handicap match. Oh, yeah. But mind you, he had the strength of the Black Panther, and he struck with the ancestors, and he gave her a two piece, put her asleep. <laughs> Hit her with the Popeye spicy two piece with the red beans and rice. Up the two piece, that man came out with a family combo. But understand, my man hit him with hit him with the family piece. He hit him with the platter. Got got the seven piece spicy combo with the with the mashed potatoes and hit him with a biscuit. Dude, he literally, I don't know if listeners if y'all see this. He grabs an imagine he grabs a Popeye's biscuit and slaps the man in the face with it. I'm sorry, listen, that's not what happened. I'm getting a little bit off coach. I'm being unprofessional. Mr. Smith. So at the end of it, right? Like he didn't already gave, he didn't already gave the haymakers to everybody. Like I'm talking, you know, like we said, like like culture scientists said, we don't condone the violence of hitting women, but if you slap a person, he has a right to defend himself. So he not he gets her out. And then at the last second, when the hut, when the boyfriend gets, he catches him so hard, homeboy is slumped in those chairs. But at that point, you notice how the black person, he could have immensely damaged this man's face. But he but he had those five seconds and said, nah, nah, I'm done. I don't need to do it. And the white Karen decides to be like, stop, stop. It's not that serious. Ma'am, you were the one that instigated this fight in the first place. 
you were the one that slapped this man in his face. All he was trying to do was tell your husband, hey, like she done told you shut up like a whole bunch of times and I don't think it's necessary. And then she, and then you slapped him. So if you catch a five, you know, Rick, Rick, Rick James said it best. What did the five fingers say to the face? Slap I'm Rick James, bitch. And that's exactly what the hell he did in that instance. Uh, uh, Queen, um, let me go, Kelsey, then Queen C. Um, so I'm sure I'm going to piss people off, and good. Um, sporting events are the definition of toxic masculinity. I said what I said. Uh, <laughs> like that's what both of these videos just proved. Um, and, and I mean, this isn't not new knowledge. This is shit that we already knew. So this is why you're really not going to catch uh, me at any of these, um, unless my husband Yaya wants to buy us like box seats up there with the owners and shit, because you know he got coin like that because I only deal with nice things. Um, <laughs> and uh, second of all. Um, this offset twin is actually kind of cute and I do love the restraint that he showed in this fight because he could have laid both of them the fuck out and I wouldn't have been mad at it. I wouldn't have been mad. That's real. Queasy. So the one thing I actually love about this video is that unlike our woman who got harassed in Vicky's Secrets, the people here had his back. Mm -hmm. As soon as everybody came in, it was like, oh, you know, a couple other white guys jumped in was like, oh, we have to protect this white woman from this angry black man. And literally everybody behind her was like, she hit him first. She started it. It's her, not him. Get her out of here. But yeah, now that I'm watching the clip back, he literally sat old boy down with that punch. God dang. So, so that man to go lay down. He said, have, have a seat, sir. Have several and knock his ass out. But, I do have a question for yeah. my sports fans here. Yeah. Um, about how much are those seats? Well, this well, is the preseason. Yeah. So I would say, based on that sex, you're probably looking at maybe hundred. Okay. It, it, it also it, it also depends on who the opponent is. Yeah. Because if it's a rivalry game, it's going to be a little bit bigger. But based on the colors, I'm going to assume those are the Titans. So them seats are probably like $35, $40, give or take. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. Now, now this is a regular season game. Oh, them shits easily go for two hundred. Oh, I was gonna shit. say minimum. Them yeah. seats is a couple hundred. Like, but here's my thing, and we're gonna move on from this, and we're gonna leave uh, what the fuck studios because we ain't got no more film in the in the camera. Um, there was a point where it's like, yes, it's a serious moment. All these things are happening, but Shadi at the end was like, get his glasses. He can't see without his glasses. <laughs> And mind He's you, if, if I'm the, knock him out. like, if I'm the dude, if everybody else around me, in my sick humor, I might bust out laughing. It's like, all right, guys, look, look, all right, I think we're all ready to go home now. <laughs> I go home, I go home now. But everybody was for the black dude, and I love it. It was like, get his glasses, PKC. Nope, she started this shit. Get her out of here. Like. Like, One time a community actually came together for a good reason. All right. Well, thank you listeners for tuning in to an extended episode of What the Fuck Studios. Um, I have been your, hell, your host, Brother X, and the culture scientist and Mr. Smith and all of our guests are here. Tune in next time when we talk about Karens. You know what? I'm going to go outside. What is this milk crate sitting outside of my studio? You know what? I'll talk to you guys next time. Tune in for my milk crate challenge.
which is never coming out. All right, so awkward transition, but it works. Um, I got something funny you found on the internet today. You're right. So it, I would be remiss on this podcast if we did not talk about <sighs> the milk crate challenge. Like apparently, um, our historian, our short historian, Queen C, can you give us the history behind the um, the milk crate challenge? All right, for all you little Generation Z people out there listening, this is not new. It's just become popular again because of TikTok, but this was something that people were doing when I was a teenager, back when YouTube was starting to get big. Uh, just stacking a bunch of milk crates, um, trying to make it across, but, um, oh, Jesus. Yeah. Listeners, what you don't see is we're watching Sorry, what you don't see is we're watching a compilation of all the craziest ones. Shorty about to go see the upper room in just a moment. Hold on, wait for it. Wait for it. She gonna go up there. Go on, go up to the upper room. Oh, 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 wait, wait. All right, we're gonna come back to that. Um, Queen C, continue. Yeah, so when I first saw the first few, I was like, this isn't new. Like, I remember this from like my later years of high school, early college days. And you can go back in and view older videos of it, but Lord, y'all just pandemic and rot, rotted your damn minds. Y'all out here ain't got no sense. Although the chick in the uh, four inch heels that actually completed it in the heels killed it. My man got on the bowling alley 11s on top of that crate right now is what we're looking at. He about to slide. Doop, 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 that would be me. I would run down that bitch so fast. I'm not gonna lie. But I would never do that. I can't take credit for this, but um, apparently someone said this is what Cisco looked like when he walked over those women in the thong song video. <laughs> I, whoever you are, you have all the credit for that joke. Oh, I'm gonna go lay down. This hurt watching this. Oh yeah, my man right here that we looking at ain't got no chance. Yeah, I don't even trust right now. He's real look, confident too. My man look like my man looks like Travis Scott. I was gonna Where say ASAP Rocky. That's what I'm wondering. You know, you know, it's the CIA that dropped all these crates off the You literally break your neck doing this. But um, someone did. Of course, of course. Um, Someone's an arm. I can, I can, I can go last. I let Kelsey go right now. Go ahead, Kelsey. I was just gonna say I can't do this because um, I need my back. Um, mainly for things we're going to talk about later on in this video, but I... <laughs> no, 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 Kelsey, you, you, Kelsey, you got a five second time. Mrs. Smith, you better go right now. <laughs> no, 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 we're not going, no, we're not doing this. Okay, Woo! okay, this is going to be a good episode. Um, someone said it best. Those that are attempting to do this challenge have jobs and not careers because I am not, I am not going to, I am not going to uh, jeopardize my career doing this stupid ass challenge. There is no real benefit outside of maybe a couple of views. And I'm not gonna lose my money over trying to go over some fucking crates. One, broken neck, torn ACL, broken ankle, fractures, you know, are, it's so much that can happen that the human body is not built for, especially with gravity. And number two, you got to be a certain weight to 
deal with this because this is not for those that are, you know, on the pluser side. These crates, I, I, I can't take the, I can't take the credit for this. Um, shout out to here's the thing with Kevin on stage and that chick Angel, where Angel said these crates are only made to hold a gallon of milk, not a gallon of milk, a dump truck, and some and some yams. That's literally what this looks like. You seeing people like literally break down and and uh, have teeth missing, eye eye sockets, broken arms. There's a guy that had an ice pack on a spot that looked like someone took a bat to his back. Like, I I don't get it. I don't understand it. And maybe it's because I'm older, but it just doesn't make any sense. Some of these people look our ages. But um, I can't give it too much time because we got to move on to our Black Business Highlight. But um, I'm going to get on my soapbox for a, for, for a quick moment, for a quick moment. Negroes in the hood will, will get on, on a milk crate, but won't take a certain... You know what? I'm not even going to finish that statement. You know what the rest of that statement is. You won't get the vaccine, but you breaking bone, getting bloody, and you got to go to the ER where you think you get COVID, then you might die because you didn't want to get the vaccine. I'll get on my soapbox. Thank you, angry translator. <laughs> Mrs. Smith? I'm going to end up with that. I'm glad y'all just brought that up. So you guys don't want to get the vaccine, right? But then you want to do this. And then if you get a broken fracture or whatever, you have to go to the ER, but the beds are full because ICU is full because of COVID having uprising and ticks. You know, you never mind. Let me just go ahead and sit my water and shut the hell up. But I'm not going to tell you to go get the vaccine. That's not what I'm going to tell you. Okay? I'm just saying, you don't know what's Ooh, in the milk crate. shaking like a salt shaker. Oh, you too big for that, boy. My man boy, here, look at my man boy, here. Boy, you knew better. My man looking like Rikishi right he now. Shake it. He is jiggle me, baby. Jiggle, jiggle me, baby. Jiggle, jiggle, jiggle my me, boy looked like a oh, 7.8 oh, earthquake out this bit. All right. Huh. All right. We just gonna um we're gonna move on. We're gonna take a break. We we need a palate cleanser. So um have you built up an appetite watching all these this episode and mm -hmm. watching all these videos? Are you hungry now? You tired now that you laid up in the hospital or in your bed with your broken arm? You need somebody to cook for you, and you live in the Raleigh Durham area. Well, don't worry, we got something for you. Also, you know, really nice when you are really hungry, you know, after some good old fashioned loving, you know, you need some food. Don't worry, we also got you, okay? So just head on over to Chef Joya, okay? She is an author, a celebrity chef, and vote Charlotte's best chef. Oh, I'm sorry. She's located in Charlotte, not yeah, Durham. You. But you know what? You're located in the North Carolina area, okay? Um, she has been voted Charlotte's best chef and best vegan chef. She's the queen of transitioning meat eaters. Mm, she might, you know, I might have to give her a run for her money because, you know, I like meat a lot. Pause. <laughs> Give me the phone. <laughs> um, listeners, that the culture was, scientist is never going to be allowed to do a business highlight was, ever again. That was not on purpose. Give me back. That just flows into our episode later. You know, when you're real hungry. Okay? Listen. But, for real, she also has four cookbooks out. So don't worry. We'll have that link in our in the uh, show notes for you so you can head on over to make sure that you take care of your stomach after you do crazy stuff, sexy stuff, lazy stuff, work days, you know, head on over. She got you covered, okay? That's Chef Joya. 
<sighs> Listeners, there's some things that are going to come First in off, season two of the podcast. We're going to pre-record these things. I don't think we should. I think we should. Over here talking. Never, never mind. That was a joke of poor taste. All right. Um, that was a great transition. So, yes. All right. So we're actually going to transition to our topic. If you've been listening to the episode, we've hinted at the topic for quite a bit, and you've seen it in the title. Um, this week's topic is whole things, or as I like to put, I, as I would like to put it, words are hard for me too. Um, quit hoeing around, but why though? So. When this come to mind, it made me think, um, we talked last couple episodes about dating online and the whole dating process. And we had, um, someone came to our mind that I, I, I needed to get on this podcast. He, he been off on his whole escapades. You know what I mean? He is the, the Dickler Supreme. He might be the Dick Vengers. Um, New York, you wasn't ready for him. Like his whole stories are the stories of legend. You know, I'm sounding like a very, I'm speaking about a guest pastor right now. You know, um, we were talking about hoes. His knees are built like Megan. He enjoys the finer things and the even finer men. Um, His hair is fiery like the Scarlet Witch. You're right. The whole witch, he might cast a spell on your ass. Don't let, don't catch him in his Scarlet Witch. You're right. So um, we are talking about our guest, Kelsey, and um. We, we've had many of discussions both on the air and off the air about how Kelsey is a what, Mr. Smith? Hold on. <laughs> what is he? Oh, 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 I'm so mad. I'm, I'm so mad at you for that. <laughs> you gotta be on your toes, man. You gotta be on your toes. I see. I see. I got you. One thing about me is I'm a hoe. Yeah. So, listeners, we're talking about hoe phases. So, I could give a definition of a whole face, but um, I'm gonna let the uh, the whole supreme um, the define this, please. Uh, Kelsey, can you tell us what a whole face is? First of all, I like absolutely all of those. Um, that was just that was amazing. <laughs> but um, I would say a whole phase is hmm, it's a time when you're just really focused on having meaningful uh and and frequent uh sexual encounters uh-huh um (laughs) yes it's a it's about the uh it's about the quantity as well as the quality um and you know it's yeah yeah i'd say that's i'd say that's pretty accurate okay yeah so I, I think our our, 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 a, our professor with the PhD in, all right, I'm done. I, I, I've got, uh, <laughs> I'm sorry, I, I, I got no more to take. My professor all the Freaknik. The PhD of peen. See, you gonna, you said, you read my mind, I wasn't going to say it. I did, it's fine. <laughs> Mrs. Smith, I don't like the way you're looking at me right now. He puts the P in PhD. Wow. Wow. He puts the D in PhD too. Miss um, Smith, I'm I'm, not, I'm wondering what this look is. I mean, do you have anything you want to add to the definition of a whole face? Honestly, I don't even know if I can do it any justice better than Kelsey did because he labeled it perfectly. Uh, it's just 
you being able to be in a, in a quality of life and where you do as you please with whoever you please and just make sure that you're confident in what you're doing and don't have any, uh, I guess, restrictions or not restrictions, but uh, you don't have any strings attached to it, such as a relationship. You just go in, you have a need, we all have needs, you get in, you keep pushing. I, I see. It sounds like you're writing a dissertation on hoeing for your master's degree. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not, I, I, I'm, I, you know, I'm just going to stick with my bachelor's. I'm a hurt. I don't need no master's right now. A bachelor's am, in back shots, if you will. Wow. Queen C I typed it. I just read it. That's it. <laughs> Tag team off the roof. Oh, my God. There's a lot going on. I do. I would like to add just an extra clarification because, like, because in reference to the quality and quantity, so sometimes I definitely agree with the quality part. And quantity can also to me mean like the amount of time, because for me, it doesn't mean like different amounts of people. So like, it could be you have three people, but you have a rotation. Shout out to Issa Rae. You know, you gotta have a rotation. I mean, for real, I read her book, her book was awesome. Gotta have a rotation. Yeah, I completely I mean, agree with that, yeah. Like, I think that's also, people need to think about it that way too. So yes, sometimes you gotta think about it as quality and quantity, or you can have a, a quality rotation, you know? And they either know or they don't know, you know? Yeah, well, a hope phase can be very, like, very different depending on the person. So there's no, like, necessarily one definition for a hope phase because, like, what I consider being a hoe might be very different from what Mr. Smith considers being a hoe. Like, I mean, yeah. uh, I'm not going to say that, but anyway, yeah. We're um... going to move on. <laughs> this is what I was afraid of doing this episode, but we're here now. All right. So I guess you know you love us. Of course. I, I participated in the silliness, of course. Um, but honestly, as I started thinking about this topic and where I want to kind of guide the conversation, something that really actually kind of came to mind, and I want to ask this question to the group is, I know we talk about it and how it might be different for different people, but honestly, the question came to mind of, is the whole phase or having a whole phase really a thing? Because in my mind, a lot of times when I initially heard a whole phase, it has a very negative connotation to some people. Some people who haven't had one or um, people who miss, have misguided thoughts about it. So let so guess what would you do? You really think a whole phase is actually a thing, Mr. Smith? Absolutely. I feel like the whole phase, like I shout out to Sweet Savage, we miss you, girl. Um, I feel like the whole phase is really a thing, and definitely is beneficial to kind of outline what you like and what you don't like within certain situations in the bedroom. So for those that you know, and no disrespect to them, obviously everyone has their own opinion of how they do things. But for those that just wait until marriage and then get with that one person, you may they may do something that you may not like, or you may be like, hmm, this is cool, but this is just this one person. But if you have multiple partners, safely of course, make sure you wrap it up and practice safe sex. Uh, you can know like, okay, I don't like this part, or maybe I like my leg to be this way, or maybe I like to be this position. And you can actually be able to explain to whoever your forever partner is what you like and what you don't like in the bedroom in order for both parties, and I'll make sure I say this again, both parties to get off and have a successful uh, bedroom action, I'll put it that way. Uh, Kelsey? 
Um, yes, I I agree with Mr. Smith. It's uh it's definitely a real thing, um, and I yeah I also wanted to add that like it I feel it can be positive or negative. It really depends on how you go about it. You definitely want to go about it safely. You don't want to be raw dogging everything out here that moves like you're trying to have more kids in future and Nick Cannon combined. Like, <laughs> wait. <laughs> I'm running out of timeout quarters. What are we doing? <laughs> you want to, you want to make sure that everything is safe and everything is consensual, um, but it can be very positive as well because there could be things that you really want to try that you may not be able to try within the confines of a, a monogamous relationship, um, and there may be things that you don't know that you're into until you do them. That's definitely happened with me this year a couple times. Um, <laughs> so uh, yeah, it, it can be it can be like very exper experimental, but like also very positive. Uh, cultural sciences. Um. So like when I first was in college, I used to think when I heard the word hell, I was like, oh my gosh, you're a hell. You like, lose like the definition of a hell was very negative but as i got older i understood you know you you learn a lot and i think i think it's important to have a whole phase i don't think everybody needs a whole phase but i think it is important to certain people and i think even those that in that moment they might not think they need one there is a version for everybody i think and that's what's important to take away um in my opinion so even if and I think a good health phase is, okay, there's, you have fantasies that you want to play out, but you don't know if you actually could do it. And it could be a simple fantasy, or you've always wanted to try something and you're like, well, let's do it now. So you don't have to wait till the pressure. It's just like, you know, I think it's a healthy thing. It's a okay. healthy thing. Queen C? Um, I would agree with everything that was just said. Um, especially the fact that one, a whole phase is a real thing, two, it's not necessarily for everybody, and three, it can be defined differently for everybody. Maybe one person's whole phase is globe trotting across the, the world and getting it in how they live. Maybe for somebody else, it's keeping two or three people in a, in a constant rotation, or maybe it's serial dating. You know, it just depends on, on that person. It's also definitely a healthy thing if done, you know, with respect to yourself that you can go out and experiment and whatever fantasies you have, see if you can create those in a healthy and safe environment. But yeah, I don't want to, you know, beat a dead horse because y'all have pretty much said all, all of it. Well, hold on. Um... I would like to pose a question. The reason why I really asked if it's really a thing, not so much as does it happen, it's more so if you as a person who are single and you have communicated effectively to everyone that you are involved with and those who are in your circle and who actually care about you, that you are not in pursuit of a relationship and you are not looking for anything serious and you are just looking to have your physical or your sexual needs met, doesn't necessarily need to be called a whole phase because in my mind i think words have meaning words mean something you just can't say whatever you wanted to say and just oh i just said it's freedom of speech no negro that's not how it works but that's a whole nother soapbox for another day 
it's literally for me, I'm like, ultimately, I don't want, I feel like in order for us to get to a point in a generation where it's like, we have to be able to effectively communicate what we want and people have to understand that, hey, that's not how I may view it. But if I communicate it as me just living my best life, shouldn't necessarily have a negative connotation or have any type of connotation to it. Queen C? Um, I just want to piggyback off what you said about, you know, words have meaning. Um, I feel like ho is one of those phrases, like the N-word, like, bitch, it's just like, you can tell by the way it's said how it's meant. Because it's one of those words that our generation especially is trying to reclaim and, and almost make it where it's not such a negative thing, like, you know, you have Amber Rose who does the slut walk and things like that. I just feel like depending on how it's used, it can be helpful because not everybody has the language to describe like uh, an age of freedom in their sexual experiences. Mm. Okay. That's basically what that is. It's an age, it's your age of freedom. Mm -hmm. But I was going to say to piggyback off what everybody was kind of saying, another way to define it everybody's whole face can be defined as somebody you're pushing against your sexual comfort zone mm -hmm. and that's what's happening essentially you there's things like oh i would never do that but then you might actually start doing it and this is pushing and just because like you said does it have to be classified mm -hmm. as a whole face not necessarily but in a way as as a woman mm -hmm. being called a hoe was such an insulting thing. Right. But when a man does it, it's the same thing as slut, whatever. Mm. If a man does it, it's more empowering. Why? Because so, it's, it's, yeah, yeah, it, yeah, so like the whole point to it's now is like everybody's oh I'm reclaiming my time. People are reclaiming their freedom. They're reclaiming their sexual freedom. And why does every time we have to talk about sex, it's so cliche or it's so scary or stuff like that. And all we're doing is like I'm not gonna lie, when I first heard the word like I don't I don't necessarily want to be a hoe, but to have a hoe phase is cool in a weird way. It's just a thing that is what it is, mm. unfortunately. And yeah, we're just taking back stuff. Yeah, and I think it's more I in my mind, yes. I'm not gonna read that, but yes. <laughs> um Queen C in the chat needs to be banned, but we're not gonna talk about that. <laughs> um, but honestly. I think for me in my mind, I don't, I, if we're going to have this conversation, we're gonna have open and comfortable conversations about sexuality and about all these other different things. We have to, I feel like the terminology that we use has to change. I think that for those who don't come to sexuality from a biblical or from a religious perspective, exploration is something that you should have some understanding of. It goes back to when it comes dating, part of knowing yourself and knowing what you want in a relationship is understanding all facets of who you are. That's very true. And ultimately it's just like, how do we, we have to be able to create space for these conversations. And ultimately we wanna make sure that people can communicate and wonder like, it's okay, we want people to be able to have, ask questions about sexuality and about sex and not feel like, oh, you don't know that, you don't feel, you're not feeling judged, or oh, how do you know so much about this? You must be a hoe. No, Negro, I figured out what I don't like. I've taken the time to figure out what I do like. 
and don't waste my time. Some people just like sex. And that's perfectly healthy. So to go to get to my last couple of questions I want to talk about is like, I think you guys kind of talked about it, but I think, do we really find it beneficial? Like, what are some things that you would think having a whole phase, quote unquote, would be um, beneficial to you? Yes, Mr. Smith? Um, as humans, I, I make sure I, I clarify, this is my opinion, listeners, not that of the Transparency Podcast, in my opinion. Uh, as Thank humans, that, no problem. As humans, we're kind of made on this earth low-key not to be with just one person. It's kind of made to be with multiple people and to procreate within. That's kind of how it was back in like caveman days, but you know, history kind of, you know, is a little weird with that. But within that, a lot of monogamous relationships kind of end because you're stepping out to see somebody else because you may not be getting something, whether it be physically, whether it be emotionally or whatever. And like we said, a whole face can be different to multiple people. It could be that emotional connection that you're missing, that you're getting between a whole bunch of people. Or it could be, you know, just straight raw dog and a whole bunch of people. I don't know. Uh, but it's beneficial to be able to get that system out of, get that out of your system before you finally commit and say, all right, whoever you are in the future, this is what I like, this is what I don't like, this is what I will tolerate, this is what I will not tolerate. And you have, you know what will get you to be happy. Money will not always make you happy. It'll make you comfortable. It'll make you content, but it will not always make you happy. Uh, sex will, will end at a certain point because, you know, shit dries, shit doesn't grow. It happens. But you're able to understand that. Wait, 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 wait. Hold on, hold, hold, hold on. I done, did, yeah. I done cut everybody off before. Miss Smith, go to the corner. We're not going to let you finish your statement. You just okay. not going to drive that. Right. You didn't say that like that. Hey, it happens. Kelsey, go ahead. Kelsey's like, I'm back in. <laughs> Tag me in, coach. Uh, that was my sports reference for the day. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, I um, I think it's definitely beneficial. I know, like, for me personally, I, despite me, despite me uh, claiming to be in a hoe phase, I actually don't hoe where I live. Um, I actually only really hoe out when I travel. Um, so like, because of that, I've had some really great experiences this year, both between like New York and Mexico. Um, but like also like in the gay world specifically, like the, there's less rules, especially when it comes to like monogamous, uh, relationships and stuff. There's a lot, you'll find a lot more open relationships and va uh, variations of that within um, like gay romantic partners. So like, you know, because of that, hell, in Mexico, I had a great night with a married couple. That was um, really cool. Yeah, yeah, for real, for real. Um, yes, that, Queen C. <laughs> and uh, Horror the Explorer, I love it. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> but uh, no, for real, like I, yeah, like my, I combined my love of travel with my desire to have more sex. And uh, yeah, it, it's worked out pretty well so far. But like, because of that, yeah, I do feel it's been very beneficial for me. I've found some stuff, I've tried some stuff that I didn't think I would be into that I surprisingly am. And other stuff that um, didn't really check out that much that, um, hey, at least I tried it. 
That's real. Um, one of the benefits, real quick. Yeah, go ahead. One of the benefits, I think, is allowing time, no matter how you do this phase, it's a, it's a time for you to be selfish. Mm-hmm. It's healthy to have some selfish stuff. And who knows, sometimes your whole phase lines up with other stuff that's happening in your life, which is in that moment, you don't need to be in a relationship. You don't need uh, uh, other stuff to process. You just, you just need a release. Mm-hmm. And you need somebody that's not going to be up on your face, or you know all that type of stuff. So like, that's, that's one of the benefits. Yeah, no, and I think like everybody said, not to be a dead horse. It's just simply that you want to have that level of exploration and to figure out what your needs and desires are, but also to be able to sometimes when you get out of situations, you need a reset. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you have to figure out. This is what I was pursuing when I was in my 20s. Now I'm in my 30s or 40s or 50s because, you know, I'm not even going to say that. Um, (laughs) But it's ultimately you're trying to figure out is what I wanted 10 years ago what I want now. And a lot of times for people, they realize, no, it's not. Sometimes people realize that they wanted a serious committed relationship back then. And now they're like, I can just do with a life partner or someone who I have a connection with that I'm able to bond with. And it doesn't necessarily have to have that framework because ultimately your connection with another person is how you design it and create it. And you have to be able to use the words and the mindset to be able to have those conversations because your relationship or lack thereof is your relationship. You have to be able to define it and frame it and put ever what terms and conditions are in it because what me and the cultural scientists may find as our terms and conditions may not be what's Mr. Smith's or Queen C's or Kelsey. It's ultimately what you have that conversation. And it's like we say with the podcast, you have to be truthful and transparent about it with everything. Because ultimately, if you don't, there's misunderstandings, there's situationships, and then you lead to having things in your bio saying, men ain't shit, I just wanna F with uh, friends with benefits or don't come with the bullshit. Uh, I'm not, I'm all about my business. I don't want nothing. I don't want nothing serious. Like, I get it. But let's make sure that when you do have those conversations after someone swipes right, that you are actually saying what you are actually looking for and being honest. And if you don't want a whole phase and you just want a friend with benefits, I also promote that. If you are able to handle it, that's a whole different situation talk about it there is a whole bunch of other stuff that goes on in that but if you can handle a friends with benefits situation go for it that's that could be your little fun phase too you know just you know that's real have both so So, right this before we bring this conversation to a close um does anybody have any quick tips about how to hoe with care mrs smith i'm surprised you're the first one with your hand up but go ahead because I mine is not that bad. Literally, it's something that the culture scientist said on multiple episodes. Communication, communication, communication. You need to make sure that you set the expectations up front and you state that how you want to do things and what you want to do set there. Like you just said, there are no situationships. There are no, uh, I guess, disparities or um, basically that you're both on the same page. Uh, and then once you're able to do that, I feel as though with the communication, you can do things that both people are on the same page and everyone wins. That's real. Anyone else? 
yes. Quincy. Oh, Kelsey, go ahead. Sorry, I was just gonna um I was gonna say make sure you get tested. Um yes. yes. Uh, <laughs> make sure you get tested, uh, because you know, uh hoes be lying. A hose be lying. So <laughs> what you the what you can trust though is these tests that you can get for uh anything. There's a lot of things you can catch, not just COVID. Um, so you despite being vaccinated, HIV. there's still a whole host of other things you can catch out here that are not COVID related. So yeah. <laughs> get Such tested. as chlamydia, gonorrhea. HIV, hepatitis B. Listen, is what you don't syphilis, see right now. She is reading from the genital pamphlet. and anal warts, which is also HPV. If you are herpes. interested in going on prep, um, please contact the cultural scientist directly. This has nothing to do with the podcast. Um, Quincy. But for real, we promote it. Quincy, go ahead. Um, my tip would be. Wait, sorry. You said, you said your tip. All right, we're gonna cut off to Mr. Smith. <laughs> no, nah, I'm kidding. Say what. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. So because I know myself and I know that I'm an emotional person, my tip would be if you plan on being sexually free and you find out that you're developing feelings for whoever, be honest about that. You're going to save yourself a lot of hurt, a lot of pain, a lot of trouble because it's just not worth it. Be open and honest about your emotions. All right, uh, one more, Kelsey. Um, just um, piggybacking off of you, Queen C, speaking on um, hurt and pain, I just want to say lube, a lot of lube. <laughs> why do I do this? Why, why? I, I think I got I the wop. I don't need lube. <laughs> <laughs> the last part, you know, I'm just going to move past that. Yes. Well, the last part, one of my tips is also don't expect perfection because none of this is going to be perfect. It, your sex is dirty, sex yes. is messy, and yes. any, anytime you're doing any of that, and yes, I mean it in both ways that all y'all are thinking about it, um, that like you need to be able to be mature about it. So, like, yes, try to communicate. Sometimes it's gonna work well, sometimes it's not, you know, you know, and you know, be truthful and transparent. Yeah, honestly, just be honest with yourself. Like, if you feel like you are catching feelings and this isn't what you want. Be honest with yourself because you can't lie to yourself. But don't forget to have fun. Yes. All right, Mrs. Smith, what was your thought before we close out this episode? I just wanted to say, Kelsey, the fact that you said a good tip is lube. God damn. I, I just had to put that there because <laughs> I love you guys. That is all. All right. So we, we are just going to go ahead and bring this episode to the close. I don't even know if I'm going to release it at we this point. We didn't even do the story. Can he do one story as the end of the episode? Mr. Smith, do we have any Do we have any time left? Like, can he do, like, a short version of it? And uh, then that will be our closing. Because, like, we need to have a story. All right, Kelsey, do you have a brief but short whole phase story? Oh, you're, you're on mute. mute. I think that was a good Lord telling us <laughs> that we might not want to play that story. No, sorry. <laughs> The Lord said, nah, nah, we (laughs) So actually, uh, yeah, this past weekend, um, despite a uh, whole pandemic that we're in, I was in New York and actually went to uh, my very first sex party. And um, 
keeping it short, I will say it was so good that I went to my second one a few days after that. <laughs> um, yeah, we just, just, damn, yeah, that, 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 that's it. That, all right. Um, and scene. <laughs> all right, and I'll go transition to the transparent moment. Um, listeners, if you want to be a hoe, you want to be hoer the explorer or anything in between, just, just take the tips that we shared and ultimately just be like, be mindful, be careful, ho. And sometimes you just want the tip, you don't want the whole thing. But if you just want the tip, that's a whole nother conversation. Yeah, it is. That's and the issue. curve will change your life. Call that shit Captain Hook. I'm going to agree with Kelsey. All right. So we're going to go ahead and bring this episode to the close. So we want to thank all of our guests for coming on the podcast for today. Thank you, Quincy and Kelsey and Mr. Smith. You're always here, even though we don't pay you each week. Um, but if you ever want to reach out to us or you want to check us out on social media, you can at the TNT Podcast One Two Three on Twitter, Truth and Transparency Pod on Instagram, the Truth and Transparency Podcast on Facebook. Or if you ever have any stories or anything that you want us to talk about on the podcast, you can always email us at Truth and Transparency Podcast One Two Three at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from y'all. We would. You can tell us your whole stories. We won't read them to the listeners. Hopefully. Maybe. We might just laugh about it amongst ourselves. But I mean, hey, those are hotels. Hotels. Yes. I feel like that's a podcast. We're not going to talk about that. We need to have a set. A hotel? Section. Okay. Um, but Tales from the crib. Yes, yes, yes. Um, But listeners, I want to say that, like I always do, just thank you guys for listening. I know we joke, we're talking about a lighthearted subject or anything else, but this is is always therapeutic for us. And I'm always grateful for this. And like I always say, if this podcast gets no bigger than what it is currently, our guests are thankful. I know our listeners and our supporters are thankful. Um, I know Mr. Smith and his non-salary self is um, thankful. Um, but with that being said, guys, um, tune into next week's episode. Um, we'll see what we're going to talk about, man. We got a couple of different directions. Got to go. Got a couple of ideas we want to kick around. We may even do some story time. Um, but with that being said, guys, just take care of yourselves. Be good to each other. Call your person. Drink some water. Uh, talk to your therapist. And uh, Mr. Smith, play us out. Baby's in.